Get Involved Referee is brought to you by Pressbox PR. Pressbox PR puts your brand on the map. From a chat over a pint to the headline of a website, Pressbox PR takes your brand and gives it the recognition that it deserves. With a proven track record with multiple clients, you'll be able to see your press go beyond the box with Pressbox PR. Check out pressboxpr.co.uk for more information. Hello and welcome to Get Involved Referee with Des Roach, Steve Conroy and me, Lindsay Heron. As we look back on another, well, action-packed weekend in the SPFL Premiership, touch on the other major topics in the refereeing world. We'll come to the, the Premiership games in just a moment, guys, but I'd just like to pick up a couple of things with you. First of all, we obviously broke the story on, on our show a couple of weeks ago that, that VAR was coming sooner rather than later, Steve. And it's been confirmed that we're expecting an announcement this week. Yeah, I'm glad to say that we, we used the imminent word um, when we discussed it. Yeah, it's it's coming in. Still don't agree with the timing, but if it's there, it's makes absolutely no no point keeping it in the cupboard. So if it's here, we might as well get on and use it. The, the sooner the better. And uh, apparently there's some minor creases to iron out. And once they are uh, once they are there, we're, we're good to go. And then the fun will begin when we, <laughs> when we have the same mistakes as everybody else had when they started using it. Like you said before, Des, it's, you know, just give us an announcement. Tell us what's happening. Give the public some clarity. Honestly, I don't understand why we are not the... The, the movers and shakers at the SFA because we've, we've said it for six months. Just give us clarity. There's, I think the, the general public and general football fan would just appreciate saying, this is what's happening. This is what's coming. This is what we're doing and give them the time frame. Again, I don't agree with it coming in half season, but if I've got it, use it. It's going to be, it looks like it's going to be the end of the month now, Steve. So we're only talking about maybe two or three matches mm-hmm. before we break up for the World Cup. So I suppose it will give fans a taste of what to expect. It'll give us something uh, for those bleak winter <laughs> weeks where we are not involved. But yeah, it's, as we say, it's, it's, it's coming. And uh, I suppose now that it's here, get on with it. And we keep, I keep banging the drum. We are going to make mistakes and people need to go with us. They made the same mistakes. Everywhere else it's been rolled out. We're going to do the exact same and we're going to have to go through that before we come out into the the sunshine. And sticking with the SFA, Des, um, I guess you were as shocked and appalled as the rest of us at the draconian sanction meted out to Jim Goodwin for his so-called post-match outburst over the whole Ryan Porteous penalty incident. I think it was excessive. I just don't think, is, is any manager ever been given that that longer ban, but in my opinion, and I'm sure yourself and, and Steve agreed as we saw it, he's getting a ban for telling the truth. As harsh as that may seem now, Ryan Port is a is a national treasure now. He's <laughs> the Scotland international. He's a he's a he's a favourite player, and he is a fantastic player. But I think it's I think it's very as you say draconian. I think it's a a very harsh ban for Jim Goodman. I don't really see how it merits a an eight game ban and is it two suspended and he's six mm-hmm. six off yeah the thing is, Steve, I mean, I don't know if you remember, there was, there was a racism incident involving uh, Ivan Tonev, who was on loan at Celtic, uh, who made a racist remark to uh, one of the Aberdeen guys, and he was given a seven-match ban for that. I mean, that's a very serious charge. Racism is something we, we just abhor in the game, for sure. So, I, I mean, to make it equitable to a manager calling you know, calling a player um, a simulator, a cheat, and which he was, seems daft to me. 
I, I don't understand it and very often we all here don't understand what the SFA say as Des, Des quite rightly put it he's getting an, an eight match ban for being right mm-hmm. and calling it correctly I still think that Porteous on that occasion cheated we're mm-hmm. not saying he's a cheat but he cheated um, and all Jim Goodwin did was come out and say that on that occasion he he cheated mm-hmm. and let's point out again that the Hibs manager condoned and encouraged that cheating act and nothing nothing befell him um, no, it doesn't make any sense at all. And uh, it looks as though they're, they're out to make an example of him. And I've had more than more than a few of my refereeing colleagues, ex-refereeing colleagues, have come out and said they wonder if the sanction would have been as much if they called a referee a cheat. Well, there you are. That's a very interesting point, Des, because, I mean, you guys have taken flack for many, many years and the current guy's the same. But like you say, I don't remember um, a sanction quite as severe as this one. No, I don't. I genuinely, I genuinely don't. And I don't think he'd ever call a referee a cheat. I think a referee gives an opinion and whether it's right or wrong, it's it's, it's your your right to decide. But for, for Jim Goodwin to get an eight-game ban, I mean, that's potentially two months off the off the sailing. He's got the World Cup coming up in November. Football's going to go into a hiatus. When's he going to actually have the opportunity to influence his team and be on be on the sidelines? Um, no, I think it was I think it was very harsh. And as we've said, long and weary, the Hibernian manager Lee Johnson has said, "My players' actions got a player sent off. Got a player sent sent off. So that will never sit easy with me. It will never mm-hmm. sit." Absolutely. And uh, I don't know if you recall, but last season Robbie Nielsen made similar comments about Lewis Ferguson. Ironically, in a game against Aberdeen as well, where he effectively used the same language. You know, he's conned the referee. You know, he's he's simulated. He's dived. It's a cheat. He's a cheat, and <laughs> nothing happens at all. No, no, absolutely. I, I don't understand it in the slightest. And people talk about referees being consistent. There's no consistency involved there at all. Quite mm-hmm. rightly, as you said, you know, some people can say it, and nothing happens to them. Jim Goodwin comes out. It's quite right in my opinion, and what he said, and gets eight games. I, I'm, I'm the same. I've never known anybody to get eight games. We were aghast when Mark McGee came up here with a six-game ban. Yeah. But eight games for that makes absolutely no sense. No. I support, I don't know if they're taking into account previous indiscretions, Des, when he was at St Mirren, perhaps, or at Alloa or whatever. But uh, regardless of that, it's um, like Steve says, it looks like they're trying to send out a message here. And the wrong one, in my opinion. The wrong one. What do you, I think Steve used the word early, sterile, uh, when we were talking about football's not a sterile, sterile atmosphere. Football's a, a, a combative sport and you're going to go for it. So if you have an opinion after a game, then you're allowed your opinion within realms, obviously. But I, I, I just think that was far, far too much. Far too much. Steve turned around and said, right, we're giving you a four-game ban, two suspended, then I don't think anyone would be anybody under other untoward for it and I think he would say it but at the end of the day and we'll reiterate it he was only telling the truth well the other irony is Steve that you know a player could go in way over the ball and just about kill somebody with a reckless challenge and he only misses two or three games well I, I, we'll bring it back and and I hate to keep reminding him um, the Ross County red card yeah. uh, in the first couple of games of the season an appalling tackle a serious leg breaker and what was that Two games for Two games. Uh, Ross Callaghan. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. For for what he did, mm-hmm. it, it just makes no sense, <laughs> none whatsoever. Unbelievable. Well, I, I dare say Aberdeen will appeal against that one, Des. So we'll wait and see how they get on there. But I wouldn't hold their breath if I were them. <laughs> no, I don't think it'll. I don't think it'll be to their fruition. 
Okay, let's get to the, the weekend action then. And uh, the first uh, big talking point, I guess, would be in the Rangers-St. Mirren match at Ibrox. Nick Walsh in charge. Um, Rangers are one nothing up. And uh, a very, well, soft penalty decision went uh, Rangers' way, Steve. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's quite one uh, a way of describing it. It was never a penalty. Mm-hmm. And... We've been on here, um, me maybe slightly more than Des saying Nick's the best ref we've got just now. Um, that doesn't change. I think he still is uh, an excellent ref, but he called that one wrong. Mitigation, uh, it was a very crowded penalty area. Gallagher did uh, go in. So he's obviously, obviously seen uh, contact between Gallagher and, and Cholak mm-hmm. um, and, and called it a foul. And I, and I hate to use Desi's uh, phrase. If you're the only one in the stadium that sees something, then it's probably a miss. There was no claim. There was no shout. There was nothing. Um, and the, uh, uh, forgive me, I didn't see who the, the Samaritan defender was that took the pass from, from Gallagher. He was just getting ready to, to play it up. Nobody was saying anything. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody was uh, surprised um, to, to see the penalty. It just wasn't a penalty. I think Nick threw the, the forest of legs just miscalled it. It looks Des like you know you, Declan Gallagher wins the ball and then there's maybe a slight touch on Cholak and he goes down pretty easy and that, maybe that's what, what Nick sees. Only Nick can tell you what, what he's seen. Um, I don't to me it's a, it's a wrong decision. Sure. Declan Gallagher has won the ball he's solely his foot he studs whatever has made contact with the ball first. Cholak has been has went down Um Unfortunately, because Nick has or has and is, in my opinion, and Steve's opinion, is our current best referee. Uh, but no, he got that one wrong. Unfortunately, um, I don't think we can. I don't think we can hide it. We can. In mitigation, is to use Steve's word, it was wrong. It's a big moment in the game because it's only one nothing, guys, and that's that's what what VAR will sort. We hope, um, won't it? Oh yeah, that, that's what VAR's there for. Um, but to and after me just saying you know we've got it now so so use it the exact same scenario and we've, we've said that in what five weekends time that goes to VAR and it's overturned it's not fair on St Mirren um, and it's it is putting a whole different hue on the game mm-hmm. that uh, this season it would go to VAR and it would be overturned and it's not fair that uh, that that happens uh, halfway through the season absolutely. Uh, Rangers got, definitely got away with one there. They went on to win 4 nothing. Quite an interesting game, the Hibs-Motherwell game, chaps. Uh, Grant Irvin in charge of that one. Um, the first one I took notice of was a challenge by Joe Newell on Blair Spittle in the middle of the park. Uh, he seemed to go in really heavy, Des, and maybe caught him with his leg and his knee into the side of his body. Steve and I had a wee chat with us earlier. I think it was a genuine challenge that he's went for the ball. I don't think he's went to, I don't think he's went to do Blair Spittle. To do is, is what they call. Um, is it a, a nasty one? I just think it's that's what happens. It's a contact sport. The ball was there. The ball was played. Joe Newell at the absolute worst. It's a yellow card. If that, but I think it was a genuine attempt to play the ball. Mm-hmm. Just the, just circumstances, Steve. It wasn't um, reckless in that one. In your no, view, I'm, I'm happy with that. Um, it is a contact sport. There's going to be contact. And if contact's in the contact and context, if contact is in the context of a genuine attempt at a ball, then fair enough. I maybe if you're in a really bad mood, um, it would be a yellow card. But 
nothing, nothing <laughs> beyond that. But I, I, I would be letting it go as well. I wouldn't be calling anything. Should um, Hibs have had a penalty? Uh, sorry, should Mother will have had a penalty in that game? A Paul Hanlon challenge and Connor Shields uh, looked like he took him out uh, just inside the penalty area. I, again, one word answer. Yeah, should have been a penalty. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, but again, uh, mitigation. I, th- I think he, he was maybe caught on the, the wrong side of it. And the, the, the motion that he's probably seen from his angle. Yeah, but and Des was said in, in the last one, who it's only Nick can tell you what he saw. In both occasions, you know that they saw a foul. All right, that, that's not what actually happened, but that's what they saw. And again, it's an, uh, another one for VAR. Do you agree with that, Des? Was, did Grant get that one wrong? He should have given Motherwell a penalty. Yes. Yes, I think uh, I think Hanlon, as he's went through, con- not going through, he's, he's put his foot up. It's a foul, it's contact, it's in the penalty area. Yeah, I actually thought that was a pretty obvious decision, to be honest. I'm quite surprised that it, that it wasn't given. And no, it's no help from the AR1 on the on the main stand side either. No, but I think AR1 has got other things to be looking at. He's got the offside to be looking at. Right. He's through a body of players. Grant is looking square on. Yeah, I, I thought it was a penalty. Yep. Probably no debate, I suppose, about the, the red card in the game. Um, ironically, it's Connor Shields who commits the foul. Clearly pulls back Ryan Portis, who's who is the you know the last man, if you like, or rather he's heading in on goal. Yep, no, perfectly happy with that one. No, no question. Um, and to be fair to the Motherwell player, there, there, there was nothing. Uh, there, there was no argument. Yep, opening shut case. And uh, <laughs> we talk about Mister Portis more than we talk about anything else in this program. Yeah, um, but yeah, that was a clear red. He's our national treasure, Steve. We, we need to get him on. <laughs> We're getting more and more national treasures with you. It's only Ryan Portis. <laughs> and of course, it just had to be Ryan that scored the winning goal for Hibs as well late, late in the game. Yeah, although yeah, with my medical hat on, um, he took a sore one in the face doing that. One of his uh, colleagues was waving the medical team on and the rest of his team were patting him and shaking him uh, on the head. <laughs> Intelligence in football or sometimes aren't good bedfellows. Well, there you are. Thankfully, it was okay. There was yeah, no was damage. Fine. But, yeah. but um, it does bring up a good in, good point because there, are, there there is a school of thought you should stop the game for a considerable length of time when these things happen. Well, I, I'm with rugby on this one. Anytime that there's uh, a, a significant uh, head injury, I honestly think that they should be taken off and do a formal head injury assessment the, the way that they do uh, in rugby. Mm-hmm. There's so much um, news and uh, incidents of neurological conditions with ex-footballers and ex-rugby uh, players. And there was one was uh, just last week that ex-international rugby players, I think it was 15 times more likely to contract things like motor neurone disease. Yeah. There, there should be absolutely no other way other than bringing somebody off, and we'll use Mr. Porteous. He should have been brought off and had a formal head injury uh, assessment, which is going to take a good 10 minutes. So obviously you don't want to be left short for 10 minutes. So do we do what rugby does and bring on a temporary, temporary substitute sub. yep. uh, until you, you make your mind up? But, you know, a concussion when, when we were all playing football, you know, you, you just rub your head and get on with it. No, no excuse anymore. Not when people are uh, coming down with... Uh, life-limiting uh, neurological conditions. Absolutely. I think there has been some discussion about temporary subs uh, in view of this concussion situation, Des. Is that something you'd go along with? Absolutely. I mean, other than other than Steve and maybe Craig Napier, um, we're not doctors. So if you've got someone in your field of play that's got a, got a head injury, 
I'm not going to make a, an analysis of it. I'm not going to uh, make a judgment of it. So yes, absolutely. You should have that minute of time, 10 minutes, whatever it, whatever it need, need be. Um, you're not there to be judging jury. If someone's got a head injury, you stop the game and you let them be properly assessed and you let them be looked at. So I have got, I would have absolutely no no question about that. Uh, as I said, we're not all we're not all um, we're not all doctors. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, interesting to see if that ever develops, but uh, maybe one to talk about in the future. Just looking at some of the other games, Livingston Ross County, Graham Granger in charge of that one. Bit of a juicy challenge by Keith Watson in that one on Joel Nubley, which two things, was it reckless? And secondly, was he, you know, preventing a goal scoring opportunity? For me, we've, we've spoken about it as the, the high yellow, low red. It was just, just within the limits for me. Uh, I can, I'm quite happy to support it. Uh, Graham's a fantastic young referee. He's making his way up through the ranks. Uh, yeah, it, it'd be easy to give a red card in that situation, but I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm not too sure. It was, it was far out enough, wide enough in his angle towards the goal that he was going at. I don't think it was an obvious goal scoring opportunity. But it wasn't too violent for your liking no. either. No, no, I don't. You like so. it rough, Des, clearly. This is, uh, this is obviously this is obviously your thing. Football's a contact sport. You're not going to need a, a, I don't know, it's a, what would you say? It's not packy, packy. Uh, it's a grown man sport. Mm-hmm. Going and, as long as it's within the rules, as long as it's fair and it's genuine, yeah, I, I, I like physicality in football. Yeah, not a problem with that. Cool. And you agree, Steve? Not a, not a red? I, I don't think it's a red. Um, Des was straying into Sunnis territory there. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, but I agree with his sentiment. Never been said. <laughs> That's the closest you'll ever get to Sunnis. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, yeah. No, I don't, I don't think it's a red. Um, but everybody's brutality ometer set differently. So, you know, I, I wouldn't have a, a, a complaint about it. Dundee United, Aberdeen, a uh, bit of a shock result there, actually. 4 nothing for the old terrors. Bottom of the table uh, just shows you how much they missed Jim Goodwin, Des, uh, not in the dugout. Willie Collum in charge for that one. Um, big penalty call, which was given. Uh, Ross McCrory caught wrong side as uh, Sybil came past him and seemed to go down pretty easy, but uh, Willie gave the penalty. Yep, in my opinion, it was wrong. Yeah. Um, there, there wasn't a penalty in it. Um, any any movement, any contact was instigated um, by the United player. Mm-hmm. Um, the Aberdeen player was totally passive in it. Um, he didn't make an attempt, didn't uh, try and kick him, didn't try and dispossess him, didn't try to tackle him, um, more to the point. Um, it was it was bad defending, but there wasn't a foul in it. Um, it, it wasn't a penalty. Um, and again, I think Willie was caught. And when you, you see it, the, the, the player, and we've, we've said this again, Th- those moves are practiced. You, you can't tell me that that, that is just uh, momentum. Off the cuff. Absolutely not. Those things are practiced. And he deliberately cut in in front of uh, McCrory. Mm-hmm. Willie, and I'm saying, uh, was caught in the wrong position. He there's, there's no way anybody could have predicted what he did there. Willie was caught on the, the wrong side and unfortunately made the wrong call because of that. Yeah, it looks like he's, he's done him there, doesn't it, Craig Sibble, just the way he's, he's bumped into McCrory and fallen to the turf. Yeah, I'd, I'd made a couple of bullet points when I when I watched it. Um, it is never, ever in a month of Sundays a penalty. Not at all. Uh, Sybil, he initiated it, which we already discussed. I don't understand why Willie 
didn't get it because he had an unobstructed view. There was there was really I've, I've paused it and I've looked at it. He's got an unobstructed view, but it's just wrong. And unfortunately, I think a couple of wrong decisions are now keeping more and more in. We we will this game. No, it was never a penalty. And it was only his call. It wasn't the fourth official's no. call. It wasn't the assistant referee's call. It was only Willie's call. Uh, and he called it wrong. And to the extent, would that, in view of you, constitute simulation from Sybil then? Uh, we've, we've spoke about this. I don't know. He's, he's created the contact. Is it simulation? It's, it's, it's clever play mm. by him. I don't know, Steve. I, I, I personally, I'd, I wouldn't be cautioning Sybil for it, but I wouldn't be sending off Robin McCrow either because I don't think any action was actually taken. No, it's just a warning, just penalty. a penalty. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, there could be an argument for, for simulation, um, but uh, I mean, we need to be careful saying things like it, it was clever play when we'll just criticise somebody for, <laughs> um, exactly, for, for saying the, the exact same. Uh, no, it, I, I didn't. When I saw it and I, I watched it back, I wasn't thinking um, of simulation mm-hmm. um, you know to do an Andy Walkerism he, he made the most of it I don't think uh, it was a foul but again two people that close together in the penalty area there's going to be contact Yeah, um, but no it, it wasn't a foul 2 nothing at the time Des and I mean I know Aberdeen was struggling in the game but you know that just puts the game out of sight for them doesn't it so again it's a big call which changes the course of events yeah absolutely it's 2-0 uh, it, then they've got a penalty the game's done and Aberdeen's heads are down. We are not here as, as managers and coaches. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, the game's done. The game's done for Aberdeen. Just one last thing then, just if you guys could clear things up for some for some uh, listeners in terms of when you stop the game for injuries. So in the obviously in the very final minutes, an incredible end to the game at uh, Perth. Dre Wright uh, seems to hurt himself when he goes for the ball. And then he's hobbling about and eventually hits the turf. But while he's doing that, Celtic scored the winning goal. Um, would you ever stop the game in that instance? In that instance, no, not not for a second. And it's Sod's law that he hurts himself. He hurt himself defending mm-hmm. the original cross. Looked like he twisted his ankle, rolled his ankle, whatever. Yeah. Um, and it bounced to uh, a colleague who p- played it back to him, and he couldn't do it because he was hobbling. Yeah. But you know that that's unfortunate. That's a. Uh, that, that, that's what happens when, when you're playing football. Mm-hmm. You stop a game if there's a head injury or a serious injury of any other sort, somebody hurting their ankle. Unfortunately, no, that's just one of those things. Damn unlucky, mm-hmm. but one of those things you wouldn't be calling, yeah, you wouldn't be stopping that. Yeah, it's just, just major injuries, Des, isn't it? You wouldn't, uh, and particularly head injuries, it would have to be a serious, another part of the anatomy to stop the game, wouldn't it? Absolutely agree with Steve. Uh, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't stop for that. If he's rolled his ankle, he's going to he continue to play. It's not a, a serious injury that you're going to stop the game for. Uh, so, no, unfortunately, it's went against St. Johnson, but them's the breaks. Oh, okay, in closing then, chaps, who's your uh, top official of the week? Who do you reckon was um, the best man in the middle? This week, I know we copped out last week and gave it to everybody, but <laughs> this week, um, in recognition of one of the up-and-coming guys, even though we've said that he made a, a mistake, he made quite a mistake um, towards the end of the, ga- uh, the game in the Motherwell, uh, Motherwell Hibs, I think otherwise he had a cracking game and he should be proud of himself. Everybody makes mistakes. He's a youngster. He's coming through. He, he'll learn his trade and he'll learn from that. Hopefully he'll not do anything like that again. So this week, I'm giving it to Grant Irvin. Agree with that. I think he's he's got to he's got to that level. He's worked hard. 
he's he's moved him, he's progressed himself up. So he's now at the SPFL in the Premier Division. So we've got to we've got to promote it. We've got to back him up. So yep, not a problem with that at all. Excellent chats. Well, here's hoping we finally get that VAR announcement from the SFA this week. And we can talk about it on the next edition of Get Involved Referee. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.